0: Hi, this is Jack Tester, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Lounge. Now, this name, Leadership Lounge, was uh, the the origins of it really were this idea that so much learning doesn't happen necessarily in the classroom. It doesn't happen you know, when you're watching a show. It happens when you're sitting around a bar, lobby of a hotel, talking and learning from each other. And that was the idea of what Leadership Lounge is, and that's what we're doing here. We're sitting here talking to very amazing people. And I've got someone amazing in front of me. He's Mr. Brad Krause. How are you doing, Brad?
1: I'm doing well, Jack. How are you today?
0: And what what uh, what company do you own? Where is it?
1: Uh own uh, service professor, uh Grand Rapids, Michigan. Very cool. Yes.
0: And, uh, and uh, you've been uh you're still a young guy though. How long have you been owner of service professionals? Professor. I'm sorry, service professor. <laughs> You know, there's the a time. brand issue with you right now. It's not my fault. It happens all the time. I know. No
1: worries. There okay. is another service professionals, I believe, in NextStar. Right. There so is Rich Bogda. Is. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But tell me how long you own Service Professor. So,
1: um, my father started g and D Electric in 1978. Uh, okay. So, uh, only job I ever had I sweeping floors at 13. You know the whole the whole story mm-hmm. and. Uh, got into that that profession early on. Became a master electrician at the age of uh, 22. Okay, and then started uh, becoming a little bit more uh, of, a, of an officer role in the company in about 2004.
0: Oh, and, okay, and
1: uh, that's when we started taking it uh, into more of a service angle and got out of the construction angle. Um, and that's when I started. Just in
0: time, too, by the way.
1: Just in time. Yeah, I, I do credit my father with somehow predicting the collapse. I, he he, uh, he hangs his hat on that.
0: Yeah, uh, Michigan in the recession could have been maybe the worst spot on earth to be. I that, would imagine.
1: That's definitely what uh, what was broadcasted around the media for sure. And right. I, I happen to agree. So yeah, I think in 04 is when I started uh, okay. taking over some stock and some share, and it was a ten year buyout. So, okay.
0: and uh, tell us about your business today.
1: Yeah, so uh, in '04, when we, we decided to take it more of a service angle, we, we renamed it, rebranded it to The Electric Professor, actually. And then okay. uh, I acquired uh, a plumbing company in 2012, launched plumbing, so The Electric Professor was no longer cool. And we had to rename and rebrand again to, to The Service Professor. Okay. Uh, launched HVAC in 2014 and dropped the the, uh, kind of like Facebook did,
0: uh, <laughs> in 2015.
1: <laughs> Okay. And, uh, then it was that's where sort of
0: the similarities of Facebook end, I think, uh, though. Completely. Right? Yeah, completely. Yeah. So
1: and uh, then it was just service professors. Okay. So um, yeah, so it's, it's it's going really well. We we had thirty one percent growth last year and okay. we capped uh, two thousand eighteen with about eight eight point one six
0: million. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a nice journey, nice transition and well done.
1: It's been a been a fun ride for sure. Yeah,
0: so you guys are doing really good and that's part of why I wanted to talk to you. You've had a, a, a nice growth path and thirty percent growth is fantastic, you know. That's just great, but one of the things that you do here um, with your business that's a little different is that you're also a trainer for NextStar. You are I a am. member trainer, and how many times a year do you train for us?
1: So I, I you know, I'm a very active NextStar member as well. So I, I you could, are. I love to go see you on stage as much as I possibly can for <laughs> sure. Very and, nice, uh, thank you. So I do go to all the events, and I like to try limiting my travel to about every five weeks. Um, okay, just just so I can you know uh, really feel like i'm partaking the business uh, to the saturation that i should be uh, okay. and i feel guilty for not right so about every five weeks is so with that uh, i do about six to eight events for next star uh from my so six to training six
0: to eight, eight formal training events for next star correct right plus you know you go to our national events and hang out and go to other training events etc every time that's yep. awesome man absolutely so and and you do a great job for us so i just want to thank you publicly here you do a fantastic job well so i I've, appreciate it you, I've sat in your classes, and you really are good.
1: Well, I'm glad you can actually say that now, because five years ago, I don't know if we'd be having that conversation when I started, but uh, well, uh, with plenty of help from people that are better, it's, uh, it's worked itself out for sure.
0: Well, you're definitely a, a, an asset to Nextar and a real value to our members. But what I'm interested in is, is what this has done for you as an owner of Service profession professors you're gonna get it eventually professor service professor Professor. and it's funny it's on my shirt i'm looking at him right now as i'm saying this he's got this shirt that with the name right on it right and i can't even pronounce it (laughs) (laughs) this is terrible
1: Uh, it's all good
0: so let's talk about you know one of the the fears i think is is that you know you'll get involved in doing something like this and then you won't tend to the business at home how's that been
1: well, you know, I, I'll definitely say those thoughts went through my head. Um, you know, when it, when I when I started it, he, he, there was a lot of fear for me. Uh, I had been very active in, in Next Star at that point, and I, I saw the likes of Dan Friesen and Keith training. And Keith, yeah. as a matter of fact, I believe my on-site in Lansing, Michigan, was Keith's second training when he became an employee for Next Star. That's 2012
0: how. 2012 or 11 yeah, at the time. Yeah, it was yeah. somewhere
1: in there, and him and I befriended one another, and. He, I, I still remember, um, cause I got to revisit the hotel in Boston last year at a training when I did a HVAC service systems there. And as soon as I saw the, the lobby bar, that was the spot when about a year after I met Keith, he kind of cornered me and said, Hey, I want you to get into training for us. And, uh, uh, literally cornered me and wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me get out of there. So right. all the fears kind of rose and, you know, I, I took on the challenge and, uh, I actually have a story in my training about, about that fear. And the first time I trained for next star, because the bar was set so high with the amazing trainers that are here. But it's, it's done tremendous things for our company, um, no doubt about it. There was a lot of fear with the travel, different things of mm-hmm. that nature. But um, the relationships that I've been able to create through it have helped our business significantly. What um, do you mean? Well, you know, I think there's a level of luster that comes along with being a trainer for Nextstar, uh, unwarranted. Until my- you know
0: the trainers and you realize, you know, what a bunch of... Exactly, until you actually go outside of the class with them. Don't ever meet your idols, you'll be disappointed. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just joking. So
1: there is a little bit of that, unwarranted, by the way. I I fully believe that, but um, it's allowed me. I get it,
0: though. There's a luster, right? Yeah, Yeah. I
1: think so. And I think that it allows us trainers to have some relationships that maybe we otherwise wouldn't. So with the other
0: trainers you're talking about?
1: Not only just the trainers, but other business owners. Um, I'm very close with a lot of business owners within Nexstar that I've trained their people um, and we have very open communication lines, but overall, ne- that's what NextStar is about anyway. You know, so I, I don't know if it's just the fact that I'm part of NextStar and, and maybe NextStar in a different capacity at times, but the the relationships I've, I've built have helped our business. Just I, I can't put a number to it.
0: Really, significantly, yes. Okay, so you so the, the by being put out there as a as a trainer for NextStar, it's it's forced or it's allowed you to meet so many people. Absolutely. Right? And then you keep those relationships going. So, what has that done? Let's go back, though. What has that done for service professor? You nailed it. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can't, I, I have no KPIs
1: for you. But what right. I can tell you is this is my brother, who I brought on to the company in 2014, is a CPA by craft. You've met Tony. Okay. Yeah, sure. Great guy. <clears throat> and um, he's told me several times, as busy as we are now with the growth and everything, and, you know, every time I have to travel, I think, man, how long do I want to do this? I will say that goes through my mind because it's hard on my family, family, young family, four kids, business, business, four kids. And it's hard on my wife for my travels. Um, but every time I go, uh, by, when I, once I arrive here in Minnesota, wherever I'm at, those thoughts are gone. It's, it's, it's extremely rewarding. So Tony's always said, I would never let you stop
0: training. That's, That's so cool. You because your brother has to pick up the slack, I imagine, on some level when you're gone. Right? Absolutely. Because he, he's the, the constant there. He doesn't get the fancy dinners and the, <laughs> the, the, the applause. You know, yeah, he's sure. just doing the grunt work back home. Well, well done, Tony, Yeah, if you're listening.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Tony will hear this. Yeah, Thank you, Tony. And the rest
0: of your team, too, though, right?
1: Completely, yeah. And, and I, I've got, I actually got this, ask, this question asked by another business in Grand Rapids last week. I had a meeting with them, and they wanted to know, how do you travel so much and, and, and keep growing the way you are? And I said, it's our people. Uh, I think another thing that's come of the relationships that I've created through NextStar is understanding how important those people are, and, and we have a great team. Uh, I, I don't it. even know if the place skips a beat when I'm gone. To be frank, they 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 don't they don't uh, you know bombard me with calls or needs yeah. or wants. I right. mean, they they take care of it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's so cool.
1: Can't say it's always been the case, but we're at the point now where that, that certainly is transpiring.
0: Yeah. Huh. So, do you do you, do you find that that because you train the content, that now as you run Service Professor, that you're, um, that you've got more business acumen as it relates to what you train. Does that translate to your people? Because you train Service System, I would I would expect, because you train it, that your people are amazing at it. That
1: would be the thought, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, tell me about that. So no, it, it's. Um yeah, it's a giant rumor. Uh, we struggle like everybody else, but I will say this: is that um, when I get back home next week, I actually am going to be doing an in-house service system for seven new technicians. And but as you know, um, I haven't stopped having on-site since I had from other Keith.
0: trainers coming into your business. Correct. Right? Yeah. And those aren't freebies. You pay like everybody else for these things. One hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So Keith, when he came in two thousand twelve or whenever it was, I haven't we haven't stopped and. I partner with Why do with you do that?
0: Why do cuz you know the stuff too. You you literally say the same words as Keith. You're just not as good looking.
1: Yeah. Well, and I've a lot less hair. Right, yeah. You right. do. Which by the way, it seems kind of somber around here today when I arrive. Why? Did not Keith just get married? He did. It's he like did. A, it's like a shift around yeah, here. Yeah, he just yeah. got married in yeah. that. it's it's strange. <laughs> We're not used to it, believe yeah.
0: me. Definitely a disturbance in the force. Yeah, I, can no, tell you.
1: I can I can see that. Yeah. But, you know, what I think happen, happens there is, you know, I call it the grandfather theory. You know, it's it's like when you're a kid and your dad would say something to you and it's like, yeah, okay, dad, I roll, you know, right. another another lesson, dad, thanks. But yeah. if granddad said the same thing, it's it's automatically profound, right? Okay. It's just a, it's something that you run to the bank with. And so I, I believe that happens in our businesses too. They see me every day and certainly I, I know the content and I think we can hold guys accountable better because I know what should be taking place, but our guys get twofold more out of the training when I bring in, you know, one of my teammates here at Next Star uh, to train our people. And I've been very fortunate to have the relationship I do with with Matt over at Thornton and Grooms and in, in right. Farmington Hills. Yes, and uh, Ed Cop at uh-huh. AAA. Two good guys, man. Um, two of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. they are. And uh, you know, and Matt and Mike and Dave. I mean, sure. credit oh. those other guys too. Yeah. they're they're incredible. But so yeah, we we've partnered with them for I think going on six years now. We we host two. Uh, one in the fall, one in the spring, uh, privates every single year
0: okay so so and I think this is this is interesting that that and you're spending good money for this. you absolutely one hundred percent inside note out know the same content that's being trained that you' you would do for free mm-hmm. if you were just to sit in front of your people and say the same words, maybe but you're a different messenger and you think that's worth it for them to hear it from another person. And to experience that outside of you. because you know you're not doing those necessarily in your own business. You're doing locally, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Re- repetitively too, Jack. I mean, for for up until last year, it was always Keith. Keith always came, and right. you know certainly not by my request. Ed, you've never <laughs> seen a man crush like Ed has on Ed Cop has on Keith Mercurio. So that that was a given that Keith was coming. Yeah. But uh, now that Keith is only doing the advanced classes, uh, we're starting to get into some you know some classes with the other boys. You know, I think right. Garrett was the last one in. And, okay. Bobby's coming in the spring. So um, we do it repetitively. So my rule, and I keep it on a spreadsheet, is that every technician, whether it's a, a level one technician to a level five in all of our departments, they see another trainer other than me every 18 months.
0: Very cool. Every okay. 18 months, That's they your see rule. somebody else Why? besides me. Why do you do that?
1: Well, I think getting a different perspective on everything is is healthy, and we've got some 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 huge earners you know in our in the field uh, service professor and those guys aren't privy to not going to training either i mean they, they, they go. go so
0: you don't that you can't you can't earn your way out of it absolutely do, do they want to go
1: absolutely and actually that that's a great point they're the ones that are the you know first ones jumping in line to go yeah isn't that cool mm-hmm. absolutely is it always that way no no uh when you were doing it that yeah, you want to go. Yeah. Only when I do it that I they yeah. don't want to show up. But
0: well that's probably true. And I'm not even saying that you're bad, but yeah, you know, it's not yeah. just Brad again. It's just he's the one that docked me, didn't give me that Pete that that time off I wanted, so I'm yeah. not gonna listen. Yeah. I, I can see it.
1: Yeah. Well, which, by the way, for the record, uh, in all my entire career I've never turned on a, a day of PTO. I, I hang my head on that one as well. But
0: Well, you're soft then. Yeah,
1: I am soft. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, you know, and I think that's natural. I think it's we would all fall into the same trap. You know, I think messages are, are better received by a third party, un, unfiltered, yeah. uh, you know, unopinionated person. It just, it just is.
0: That's true. I yeah. think the, the good book says you can't be a prophet in your own hometown. Somewhere in there, I can't remember somewhere where, but that's a, yeah. that's a cite that. <laughs> cite that, cite that, cite verse. Somebody in somewhere there said that. So <laughs> it's true, though, right? Absolutely, it's true. So you do that, and uh, so going, getting back though, um, you know, what has training is is. Is there been any change in the way you approach the business now, because of the training experience you've had in the front of the room? Do you does, does it? What else is it carried through in your company?
1: Well, I think that it, it, it increases the focal point that I would probably have anyway on consistency. I think any great business is consistent with at so many levels, and knowing what I know about the training and, and how it's supposed to be we We're very particular about our consistency um there's that's a cool There's a saying that's around our office. Uh, I said it this morning actually in our say our two thousand and nineteen launch party. but I always say that I tell all of our guys you, you always have to keep in mind I tell everyone in my classes that your boys back home are setting you up for failure and what, what? I what. Mean, yeah, your your boy, boys back home. Your boys back home are setting you up for failure. I think I
0: know where this is going, but this is great. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: so what I mean by that and when I, when I say that is you always have to remember, especially when it's a repeat customer, that one of your teammates was already there and had an interaction with that client and probably knocked service systems out of the park and just absolutely did everything to the, to the book. And if you, you know, slip up you know, that okay. much, right? you just slip up a little bit, they're setting you up for failure.
0: They're going to make you look bad.
1: Yeah, and in my classes, I actually pull a Top Gun movie quote right there when I when I talk about that. What's that movie? Do you want to hear it? I do. So if you slip up that much, you're going to be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> really? You say that in class.
0: I do. I do. do you, your,
1: you don't remember that part of the movie?
0: I, I do remember. Okay, it. good. I Not the exact quote, but I can kind of remember yeah. where that might have been in yeah. context to the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah, and it's true. You know, if, if you slip up just a little bit, you know that customer's deflated because, you know, you never know what what one thing a customer appreciates about your level of service or what you're doing or what your company offers, and if you don't do that, you're all of a sudden the bad guy.
0: Okay. So you know what? Can I tell you what I thought you meant when you said the boys back home are? What, what, what's the saying again? The boys? Your boys back home are always setting you up for failure. I thought you meant that you're going to leave training and your your friends are going to tell you to ignore what you just heard. Right. But okay. they, they they were going to say I don't listen to that. Uh, there's the, the people that, as you change, the people that aren't changing with you are going to try to hold you back to where they were. That's where I thought you were going with that, yeah, honestly. Right. But now I get what you're saying. Yes, right? absolutely. I'm, I'm sure that happens as well. So this consistency thing, this is this is great. Because um, I'll tell you that that I haven't seen this necessarily across star but a lot of times people that are big-time trainers, um, that are orators, if you will, mm-hmm. aren't necessarily the most organized people, that they're more about – Interaction and and you know having relationships and talking and and fun and that's 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 probably a stereotype and but the the same people maybe haven't always really appreciated that a business is consistent that that daily execution consistency that that if I walk into your company at eight thirty in the morning I'm going to know what's going on because it's going to be exactly what it's supposed to happen. It's not going to be chaos. It's not going to be people doing what they want. It's going to be there's going to be a level of consistency in dispatch and dispatch in the call center. And guys going to be on their first call already. And the paperwork's going to come in the next day. And they're, they're, at that time, the managers are reviewing it. It's going to be three options: A, B, C. It's going to be good, right? That's what I see, mm-hmm. right? That's and that's what I love. But I oftentimes I find that people that are great at training aren't necessarily great at making sure those disciplines are there is that you or am i speaking to somebody else
1: uh i am not the most organized person in the world so tony uh, tony is you're
0: stressed your team he's an accountant so this
1: this this is he, making sense now he compliments well yes i i'm organized with what i want to be organized about um <laughs> I'm, I'm very good at follow-up things of that nature but i'm i'm not one for you know Process sheets and stuff like that. Uh, that's that's his job. Do you job. do that at your company?
0: Or is it is he it? He does
1: that at our company. I, okay. yes. not not I. So
0: here's we. I think we got something interesting here yeah. because you're a an extrovert. You're a good trainer. I think I don't, you're not disorganized. You're always well kept. You know, you're not You're on time. You know, there's there. You're functional. Yeah. Right? But but what I what I hear is there's a dynamic in place in your business where you've got people around you that are very organized that that do are good at consistency and process and not fanatical joy killers but are there all the time right is that fair
1: absolutely yeah and i think a, a, a good shift for us was uh when as a team uh, as a management team we read the ideal team player book that was a good book uh, i can never pronounce his last name so patrick Lencioni. Lin- it's,
0: it's Linchoni. Linchoni. i had to i had to introduce him from the stage and i got a the way to pronounce and everybody calls it Pat Lynchioni. That's what I want it's to. It's not. Say. It's Pat Lynchioni. Okay. Yeah. Well, you
1: had you had more coaching on that. I than did. I did. So, I did. so uh, that's been really big for us, and okay. um, we do have a great management staff that that as much about the processes and the consistency as I do. So, you know, they're hard on their guys as well. That hey, this is how we do it. This is how we do things, and when we introduce that book and everybody has a thorough understanding of hungry, humble, smart, and mm-hmm. you know, I gave it to all sixty employees and. They, they were given a timeline of two weeks to read it and it's part it's of not my, a big book either so, it's not yeah. four-hour four read yeah. in my opinion about four hours and yeah you know, I took what you do here at next star with your onboarding meeting that yeah. you do with all new employees at uh-huh. next star and and that's part of the onboarding meeting now is they get handed that book along with another book called automatic millionaire by David Bach which is one of the best books I've ever read it really breaks down investing simply because uh, we want you know happy people that are looking for to the retirement, investing in themselves first. Oh, good friend. Are, oh, I would love
0: you right now. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It and, is.
1: And, and we want them to be hungry, humble, smart as well, and recognize when a teammate's not being that way uh, so we can keep our culture up because we, we have a pretty pretty awesome culture going right now, and we're doing every, everything we can do to protect it with uh, iron fist.
0: That's, that's awesome. Really, For sure. That's really – you know, I didn't know what we'd talk about necessarily. I just knew I wanted your trainer story from an owner perspective. Yeah. Right, and I didn't know we'd get into – kind of, you know, how you divide responsibilities and, and what you hold is important, right? So I've talked, you know, we've talked about a few things. You know, one is that you always bring every 18 months that you you introduce your field team to an XR training event to make sure they keep their blade sharp. Because our, our training is always evolving, too. There's always phrases that come up. There's always different things. You know, just in the last three years, you know, we've really changed the HVAC side of our service system. So if they had if they yes, went we four years ago, it had been dramatically different than it is today, and it's dramatically better today, right? Yeah. So there's always going to be evolution happening, right? That Nothing's static here in our service system training. So you're always introducing your team. And then you've got this, this idea of consistency that you, you push into the business. And, and you start that from an from a, from a onboarding call or onboarding meeting with every new employee that you do Right? Correct. I do it personally. And yeah. you talk about the, those two books, right? And you're talking about the culture of, of service professor, make sure that's right. And then yeah. you've got a very good, detailed team in place. And you respect, even though it's not you, you respect the consistency they bring. And I know it's got to be times that it's maybe a little bit overbearing for a person like you. Maybe. It is, you know, because I, I, it is for me. But I, I value it. Yeah. I'm speaking like I'm looking at myself in the mirror, mm-hmm. just a younger version of me.
1: Well, it's 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 a you know almost to a fault. You know, mm-hmm. I, it can it can drive drive a guy like I crazy to to want that consistency and, I, and want perfection. You know, uh, I I try remind, reminding myself all the time: people are human beings and they're going to slip, and, and that's yeah. perfectly acceptable. Right. Um, I just want to see that you know that hunger out of them per the book. Right. I just want to see that hunger to improve, and and then mistakes are fine. You know, that's um, right, but in today's market, you know, consumers don't, they don't have a big, um, a big tolerance for a lot of mishaps. People are busy. Uh, people want to be treated well. They want to be treated quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm a true believer that time is their most valuable asset today, not their money. So if you don't, if you don't execute at perfection, you may lose that client. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's why, you know, I want all of, all of our teammates to, you know, to make a great living, be happy, um, in, in their jobs and, in technician wise, I strive and I say it all the time. I want you to push to that six figure income. I want that to be possible for you, and if you follow these guidelines, it's absolutely possible. I looked at our wage report uh, this morning, uh, W two uh-huh. stuff from last year, and yeah. and we have guys accomplishing that. and And how's that, that, how's that feel? It it feels amazing as as a, as a, yeah. as a as a team leader, uh, no doubt about it. it. It it gives me purpose. Yeah, and. Uh, counting on what you know just thinking right now i can think of five technicians uh in the last 18 months have come to me and said you allowed me to buy my first house and or own my first house and and that's gratifying you know and i i gotta think next star for that too no doubt about it
0: i don't think yourself too but that's and you you hope you are because that's that's great you created this vehicle talk about your company now that that through your training through your leadership and your team tony the rest of the team there Mm -hmm. that are doing their job have created you know this this great entity that's growing nicely and creating this this these opportunities for folks. That five people actually grab you by the arm and said thank you. Yes, they. Did. That's very cool. It is very cool. What else? What else? You know, we've talked about a few things, and and um, now we're I'm really opening the floor up to you. What else is important to you in in running Service Professor?
1: Well, you know, I think. Uh Changing the industry, you know. I tell every applicant that that we are able to come in contact with our our recruiting efforts are are, are really going to the next level. we we have a lot of conviction about that. We're we're really building our pipeline, working with Stefan here at Next has Really helped a ton. Coach here. Yeah, yeah. A recruiting coach. It's it's really helped us get a new vantage point of where we need to be, and 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 not hiring. You know, um, you know because you need somebody today and doing it by fire. Just know? just don't settle. Is that what just you're saying? don't settle. That's right. And every time I sit down with somebody, I, I tell them, you know, if, if I happen to interview them, that I have a lot of conviction about changing this industry. Certainly not as much as Frank did uh, or does. Uh, but it's... Uh, <laughs> no one has as much conviction of Frank about anything I, as Frank did. So don't... don't be, being that this is a podcast, I doubt he's right. listening, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, perhaps somebody's playing it for him. Yeah, but, a, yeah I'm you not know, sure. And, and I think we all should. Yeah. I think, you know, I tell everybody, you know, why, why shouldn't uh, a, uh, somebody in the service business, uh, a technician, be privy to a six-figure income? Yeah. Why, why is that such a new idea? Uh, that makes no sense to me. Right. Uh, just because, you know, we're not the rejects that didn't go to college. You know, we're not, we're not the guys that couldn't make college. You know, we went into this profession because like we're we better working with our hands. Right. And what would people that make six-figure incomes, whatever craft they might be partaking in, do if they couldn't hit a little button and, and cool down their house so they can sleep better or turn a light switch on when they walk into the bathroom or uh-huh. when they're in that bathroom, you know, flush. You know, right. what would they do? And, and there's value there. And I, I try instilling that in our people that puff your chest out. You know this this occupation has validity, and the stigma out there is there because we created it. No doubt about that's it. That's right. We, we do. absolutely we have. created it. We
0: have, but we need to create a new one. So that's that's part of your 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 purpose. There is is in as as you grow, service professor. It's a vehicle, right, for industry change. Absolutely. Beyond just, I know it's a wealth vehicle for you and your key people. I get that. Right. And, but it's also something that that you can grab a, a bigger purpose to.
1: It is, and there's you know many more Next Star members that have the same conviction. And certainly, some of my conviction comes from their conviction and hearing them. You've learned it from
0: somebody else. You just completely saw it. stolen. Absolutely. Well, no, and and but it was there, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody's heard that message, and not everyone feels it, right? But but I. I I think it's wonderful. And I, and I you know, what, what, why do I do these podcasts? Well, they're fun. I like talking to people, right? Sure. And, and I learn a ton. But I want somebody listening to this to say, you know what? I've, I've always felt that, but it was never articulated to me like you just did, of sitting down with a, in my recruiting efforts and saying, I'm not just trying to fill a seat in a truck. I'm trying to, to change the, the narrative about this industry one person at a time. And I want you to know when you come to work with a service professor, it's my goal to help you create a six-finger income for you and your family. I want you to buy a great house. I want you to live. I've heard one contractor say, "I uh, was John Ward in Applewood, said I want our employees to live as well as our customers, right, that they're, right. they're not you know, the domestic staff. I don't mean that in a negative way. Absolutely. But but so often we've foisted that on ourselves that because we did flunk out of school or, you know, I wasn't great at college, but I know a lot of people with the same way. And they kind of settle in. They kind of, you know, I'll say that people kind of, accidentally found themselves in this industry it wasn't necessarily always a destination for them that's right and then there's so there's some self-image things that come along with that and maybe their friends aren't making six income and their parents didn't and their uncles don't and all their the boys back home right don't that's right so it kind of holds them back you start using
1: that from now on i on, might so. steal that I right now I the boys. I've, I've heard john say that same message in uh you know, it reminds me of a story of a, of a technician that we have, and uh, we had our launch meeting this morning. I think I mentioned that. And it's a two-hour deal. It's a big deal to launch the new year. And yeah. and we have a lot of new guys in there. And I, I, I took all 60 people in this room, and I, I showed an example of, of why they need to invest in their future in the 401K, which okay. comes back to the, the Automatic Millionaire book. And I have a, a spreadsheet that I put up on, on the screen, and it, it basically kind of shows the um, – the value of compounding interest and what it means to invest sure. now and we have a we have a technician that um, i just checked this morning he grossed 110,000 this year uh-huh. um, he's 27 years old oh really and he came to me and his manager earlier in this year and he said my goal this year is to max out my 401k okay you know what the max out is on a 401k this year 19 okay. it's 18,000 okay it was close for i'm guy, older. guy were 55 maybe 19 no, no exact, it's 24 i think that my okay, age got i think it. It's eighteen thousand went up to I believe this year, Uh, or maybe no, you're you're right. It is nineteen. I think you're Mm -hmm. right. It was eighteen five last year. It's nineteen this year. We have these conversations with our staff too, by the way. Okay, go ahead. You're right. You got good enough. So nineteen thousand. He and he wanted to max it out, and he was able to do it this year. And without naming him in front of the team, uh, I showed his example, and I said I showed the example. He started his four hundred one k out with thirty thousand dollar balance. He wants to max it out at sixty five. He would retire with three point six million with a seven percent average return. Over
0: those those years, if he keeps maxing out every if year, he keeps between, maxing out, yeah. yeah.
1: And I broke it down. I said, you know, his his contribution was seven hundred thousand dollars, but that turns into three point six million dollars. What what sort of retirement do you think you'd have? You know, and that's where we're tra- where we're trying to get Amen. To, to let everybody know this is possible. You're not you're you're not privy to a working till I'm seventy and I can't climb a ladder anymore like our industry right has been right. You can stop at fifty five. Start withdrawing your Roth Roth contributions, you know, and and start retiring at fifty five. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's our initiative at, at
0: Service Professor. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's got to feel great.
1: It does. It does. And uh, and he earned it. You know, and I I went out and talked to him this morning. I said, hey, you know, I watched. I looked at the wage report this morning, and I said, nice job, man. Do you realize what you gross this year? He said, yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> he do. He, he yeah. gave me a nice, friendly little bro hug there, and uh, it's it's rewarding because. You know he he deserves it. He, he's exceptional, no that, doubt about it.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. What else do you want to share? Anything else? You've shared a lot so far. I mean, you talked about this idea of consistency in the business and having people around a person like yourself that that will that will make sure that the great training that a person like yourself gives is mm-hmm. actually being executed every day. You can't you can't do the training, then not have the consistency and the follow up on the back end, right? Right. Because the training, you know, so, can I share something here? What I've seen. This is yeah, Is is, is that. What people do sometimes, they say, the guys aren't doing it anymore, so I better retrain them. And so they retrain them, but there's never any inspection or follow-up on the back end. So they think that the issue is training. And I'll say that oftentimes the issue isn't that they don't know it. It's that it's not being inspected when they're done it's not being inspected sounds like you're you know at at the end of a bayonet and that's yeah. not what I mean. It's just Straight Hey, out. let's look at no. your invoices. Yeah. You know, let's talk about it, man. You know, this is I didn't see what the summary of findings completed like we talked about. Let's let's do that tomorrow. You know, those kind of conversations. So it's not well the training doesn't work. No, it's the training was great. It's just so we don't have this discipline on the back end to make sure that it does occur. Does that make sense?
1: Right. Yeah, you know, I relate it to to sports. It's kinda of like you know showing somebody you know good form with yeah. shooting a basketball and putting them behind the three point line and saying, "Alright, go ahead and take 10 shots and then they're going to play in the NBA next week." It's it's just not how it works. It right. takes years and years and years, decades of practice to get to that level. And and I think we all fall in that trap, you we know. I, I used to. I can remember back in the day we'd send somebody off to training and they would come back fixed, right? And it didn't <laughs> didn't for some reason it worked out not for long way. though. Not for long. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's that it's that constant reiteration it and reinforcement is. of the of the systems, and you know, you're right. There's, I tell my managers all the time, have them send you their paperwork, right, from Service Titan. and right. and you can learn a lot from that. Sure And man. you know, it's our goal in 2019 to add a uh, in-house trainer outside of me that will we'll someone build. else they can ignore, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Somebody that can jump in a truck with them though, right. and, and have you know their their the dash be you know their 60% office right will be that dash and. Um, that that's where we need to get at this point because right now the managers are doing it and we're, we're too big to to expect them to be doing it. So that's
0: one of our initiatives this year You get too well. granular at that level, yeah. Yep. absolutely. I got it. That's very good. Anything else?
1: No, I think, the you know, in closing, I, anybody that's listening out there, you know,
0: about three, four people or so, Jack, oh, probably. Right? A few more than that now. A few, few more than that now. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm going to, Threaten any biggies yet? <laughs> but I'm thrilled with what's going on with the podcast. Well, that's
1: good. So, I, I'm am an avid listener, as I you. told you before we started. You. So, um, you know, is that it, it is that reinforcement? Is that that constant training? And this isn't a, a pitch to Next Star training and send your people more or anything of that nature. But just know that you know it, it takes a lot of repetitions to make something natural or to make something right. routine. And if you can't do that in house, perhaps you need to lean on Next Start trainers a little bit more. Uh, but whatever you do don't expect them to hit a home run the first time up to the plate it's yeah. just it's not how it works and i've learned the hard way um but i'm a believer in the training and i think our results 31 percent growth uh, is a result of that thought i'm bad
0: not so, bad. Well done. We'll, we'll take it. Well done. And with I'm not going to add anything to that. That sounded perfect. All right. Thank you for your time. Now, you're teaching an electrical sales class tomorrow. Is that right?
1: Electrical sales. Yeah, you told me to come to your office once I landed, so here, here I am. Well, and, uh, have
0: a great class. I know it's good. we got a full house in there. We're going to have a lot of energy here this, this week. And Thank yeah, you for, it is sold out. for being here, and thank you for all you do for Next Star, Brad. You do a great job. And appreciate I, it. And Jack. I appreciate the heck out of you and all the member trainers, but I'm going to look you right in the eye and say thank you for all you do. As I know there's a lot of people listening to this that you've had an impact on their life, whether it's they are at a training or one of their technicians or somebody else so they just know you, right? You're an inspiration. So thank you.
1: Well I certainly hope so. And thank you. Appreciate it. And I appreciate the opportunity to train for Next
0: Star. So thank you. Awesome. Well, and thank you all for listening to another very special episode here at Leadership Lounge this is Jack Tester with Brad Krauss. And we will catch you next time. Thanks so much.